You are listening to the Sideline SaaS Podcast, episode 55, Road to Coney. In this episode, I am joined by two major league eaters, 15th ranked George the Smorgasbord Chigger and 3rd ranked Darren Breeden to talk about this year's Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition. The two competitive eaters talk about the industry, their respective paths, and their goals for this year's big stage. Plus, both agree that a hot dog is not a sandwich. But first, some housekeeping stuff. Hey guys, Emily Van Buskirk here. Welcome to the Sideline SaaS Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the SaaSness. The Sideline SaaS Podcast is generally produced every two weeks just for you, and the show notes can be found on the episode page at Spreaker.com. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to rate and review. Let your girl know how she's doing. If you feel like getting social as well as sassy, make sure to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Sideline Sass with three S's. Or if you're more like my mom, go ahead and like the show on Facebook. If you like what you hear and you want to see more, check out the website www.sidelinesasswith3ss.com for more sports content. And feel free to follow the SAS on my personal account at Emilnem, E-M-I-L-N-E-M on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you didn't write all that down, I got you. All those links and handles can be found in the show notes. Now let's get sassy with some people. We are back. I know it's been a minute, but back with another episode of the Sideline SaaS podcast. I know I was gone for a month, but I know you missed me, but I'm back now and it's almost 4th of July weekend and I'm going to celebrate it the only way that I know how by having some very special guests on from the hot dog eating contest. Now that's not all that they are known for, but that's how we're going to intro them. So my first guest is George the Smorgasbord Chigger. Welcome to the podcast, George. Well, thank you for having me on. <laughs> of course. I'm glad you could be back for this reinvention. You know, I had to take a little time after football, after the draft. We had this really great draft podcast. And then I was like, you know what? I got to I gotta take a little vacation, a little mental health reset. But we're coming back strong with this one. I'm glad that you're back, and you know we all need those uh, mental resets. We really do now more than ever. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> well, I am excited to tell people the story of how we kind of know each other. It's it's interesting because people are always surprised when they're like, "Oh, you know Joey Chestnut," because it's such a random person to know, even for a sports writer, you know, it's like, it's, it's a weird connection having no ties to the major league eating world. But Joey and I met in a bar many, many years ago, and I did not believe him when he told me what he did, right? Like what, what kind of pickup line is that? I mean, do you ever, (laughs) do you ever use that line? Like when you're out, like, Hey, I'm a professional eater. I I used it once or twice. Okay. It it, it works or you fail, you know, it's like, it's, it's a 50-50 gamble there. It is a gamble, for sure. And he definitely threw that out there. And I did not believe him until I saw his... He had to, like, show me his Twitter that he was a real person and this is what he really did. So that was many years ago. Obviously, it's become a much bigger thing, you know, in the last five, six years. So... 
I'm excited though to talk to you because while everybody knows the name Joey Chestnut, there's a lot of eaters on the circuit is what I'm going to call it because I don't really know how, what the terminology is, but in the, in the professional eating world, there's a whole ranking on the website, which I don't think people realize like there are like legitimate rankings. Now you come in at number 15 in major league eating. How important are these rankings to you guys when you're like going out and promoting yourself and doing other competition? Well, you know, I would think any ranking is important, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I'm ranked 15th currently in the world, you know, number one in Pennsylvania with Major League Eating. Yes. So that gives me a lot of, you know, clout. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of great eaters, independent eaters in Pennsylvania, but, like, for me to be the number one ranked MLE eater um, in the in state, yeah. in the state is awesome. Yeah. But 15th in the world, you know, there's a lot of people in the world. Yes. So to be at the top of my game... And, you know, I'm not saying I'm a Joey Chestnut, but I'm, I'm not <laughs> far behind them. You, know? you are not. That's the crazy thing so. is, like, you guys that are all under there, like, they're on any given day, on any given competition, something could happen and you guys could win. That's what's so fun. Oh, definitely. It's, it's anybody's game. Yeah. You know, Joey's been at the top of it for mm-hmm. years. Um, you know, and it, it could be anybody's. But, you know, I'm, I'm battling to better myself. I'm, I'm you know, I'm battling the other you know, uh, 14 top ranked eaters <laughs> right. to, to get them, you know, get ahead of them, you know, to finish in the top 10 or top five at the competition. Mm-hmm. And that's my goal to finish in the top five, of every competition I'm in. Okay. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I just finished uh, fourth at sweet corn down in Florida. This I saw year. that. Yes. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy when I could finish in the, you know, the top five and it's good because the top three eaters, Joey, Jeff and Darren, mm-hmm. you know, and even um, you, you get Matt. Matt's, you know, uh, yeah. top four, and you know they 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 switch it up because they're all beatable. They yeah. beat each other all the time in different disciplines. Now Joey is the number one hot dog guy, and that's what we're here today to talk about. Is <laughs> Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest on Fourth of July? It's a week away, yeah. George. Are it, you? <laughs> I, it's crazy. It's a week away. You don't know how busy I am. Oh my god! Between media and podcast mm-hmm. and training. And, you know, now the nerves are setting in oh, and no. it's like, wow, I'm one week out. Like, I got to be in the city here in three days. Yeah. And I'm like there for the week. I'm like, I need to pack enough stuff for the week. <laughs> I need to make sure I bring my training gear. Like, you know, my dog has to go to the babysitter. Oh, like, my goodness. I'm freaking out. Like, this is just like, wow, this is just going to be one insane Yeah. Um, you know, next seven days in my life. You know, it I'm is. looking forward to it. I just saw you posted on your Instagram a picture of you holding a plate of hot dogs with the hashtag road to Coney, which I stole and used on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and how many, how many hot dogs were on that platter there? Was that, was that a tell at all? Or was that just a picture? It was, it's not a tell. Okay. It's just a platter of uh, okay. hot dogs and buns. It okay. was uh, practice. Um, not last night. It was Friday night practice. Mm-hmm. And um, I did it in less than 10 minutes. I'm not going to give out my time. Okay. If you watched it live on my chigger eats with friends on Facebook, uh, private group I have. You guys could go check it out there. Yes. But um, you know, it's it's the the best number in time I've had so far this year. That's so, got to be a good feeling this close to yes. the competition. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because I feel you know, with the few minutes I had left, you know, give or take, you know, I could definitely increase my numbers. And yeah. you know, I'm practicing again tomorrow, so we're going to run a bigger number of hot dogs. And then my last practice is going to be on Friday in the city. With mm-hmm. some great eaters, we're going to do another practice run. So I'm excited to just increase my numbers here over the next week. 
It's ex- it's so it's such an interesting world because you talk about being ranked in the competition, but y'all are actually friends, a lot of you, and there's a lot of like camaraderie and interaction. Like you just talked about doing this podcast with Badlands. And I think there's not a lot of sports where people can say like you're competitors, but you're also kind of in it together weirdly. We get to know each other, we're a family. There's a lot of out-of-pocket expenses, so we become we, we become friends, we travel together, we room together, mm-hmm. and we help each other out. But when we're at the table for that six-minute con- you know contest or the twelve-minute contest, you know, we're we're competitors, we're you know, battling it out right. and trying to do our best numbers at the table. But before and after we really, we get along, um, you know, sometimes we get to, you know, sh- share some inside secrets and training <laughs> methods, but, nice. you know, it's really, you know, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make it drink, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, you can tell me, you know, Joey can give me every one of the secrets, but I have to utilize that right. to be the best person. So, um, you know, so it's a different world, but it's, it's great. You know, uh, Crazy Lakes Conte, he always puts on a great after party on the 4th of July. Nice. And, you know, we're partying like it's, you know, 1999 all over again, you know, nonstop, like rock stars. I got to sag an invite to this one after then. I got (laughs) to... I'll give you the uh, top secret location, not an issue. Love it, love it. Yeah, yeah, we got you hooked up. I love it. Well, we uh, mentioned, I mentioned how I knew Joey, but I didn't get to finish how you and I met. And it kind of goes into what you're saying. Joey, you had said, has been super great to you and helpful. And I don't know if you, you would use the word mentor, but he's been helpful for you. And you ended up in moderating for one of Joey and I's lives, which... Is so funny because before that, like, I knew your name, but I didn't know that y'all were friends. I didn't know any of that. And then all of a sudden, Joey's like, yeah, George is in here. He's kicking out the weirdos, like, you know, helping us out with this live. And I was like, that is so cool that you were just there to help. And then all of a sudden, you're part of it with us. Yeah, it was awesome. That, you know, I'm like, I'm there. I'm commenting. Joey's like, oh, boom, you're a moderator yeah. again. So I'm like, okay, let me help you. And that's what we do. And that's what I like about, like, the YouTube mm-hmm. uh, world community, yeah. too, because... You know, there's so many fans that come in and they're constantly, you know, uh, commenting and sharing and they're across my platforms. But the best thing is when it's, um, you know, when the other eaters, we get into other eaters' lives and stuff, mm-hmm. and we're helping each other out. It's all about promoting each other because, you know, if I can get Joey, you know, if one more person knows Joey, maybe, yeah. you know, I get one more person to know me. Yeah. And that's what it's about, you know, to grow the sport because the sport's gone to a completely different level the last 10 years. And definitely the last five years with social media really taking off, um, you know, is really helping the sport yeah. grow. And I think it's becoming more common. And then like, hey, we got our YouTube channels. We got our, you know, TikToks. We have our, you know, Insta feeds and stuff. So, you know, if you're not into trying to track us down, you know, on ESPN on 4th of July live at noon, mm-hmm. you can definitely find us across one of our platforms, Twittering or you know, our YouTube channel yeah, and of course your podcast. So thank you again for having oh, me on Oh, of course. I'm, I'm sorry it took me so long. It's just been life getting in the way. But I have to ask you what you thought of those lives because I was nervous. I don't do a lot of like live. Joey does it because like you said, it's an eating thing. You guys all do those kind of things. But this was the first time I'd done it and we were watching football and eating at the same time. And so many people have questions for him and there's so many people commenting, it's chaotic as we're trying to eat and watch the football, but I'm hoping that it came off entertaining at least. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I found it entertaining, definitely. Okay. I mean, that's what, it, to me, a live is, you know, and it's, it's sometimes those are the best podcasts because I've been in the Million Dollar Studios for podcasts, mm-hmm. and and then today we're, we're calling in, yeah. you know. <laughs> old school. From the East Coast to West Coast, old school, right? But yeah. meanwhile, like, it's funny because I'm running around, I'm like, okay, I got my hot dog jersey on, I got my hat, just... I, got my, I got my cigar, I got my iPad, I'm all ready to Skype in or Zoom in or oh, whatever. My... Like, oh, no, we're doing this old school. I'm like... You are making me feel very old in this world because I know the cool thing now is like the video podcast and like, you know, all all that stuff. I just did an interview for a job over a Zoom and I was just shocked because I'm just so used to phone interviews and phone calls and like the audio for me is reigning supreme. So I'm sorry I didn't uh, convey that, but that's this podcast. It'll remain old school because who wants to see me talking into a camera to you talking into a ca- talking into a microphone like no I, I mean I don't want to see that so I don't I can't imagine other people would so that's when I told Joey I was like no one's gonna watch this video of us watching football and eating food and he was like no if you make it they will come yeah, watch exactly <laughs> oh yeah definitely so it was it was fun and it definitely was an introduction into that world and it got me thinking about this year's competition you know, Joey gets really upset that I've never seen one of his competitions live ever. Very, very mad. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and come out this year to the hot dog contest, which last year we were talking about on the pre-interview. You know, it was in the secret location indoors for the first time, I think. Um, and then the year before that, you know, it's its normal Coney Island madness. And then this year we were talking about how it's going to be in a baseball stadium. So for you, how does that venue change affect the competition, you know, from a competitor standpoint? Well, you know, um, last year I had no idea what to expect. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like even, you know, 2018, I'm a rookie. I go out yeah. and it's something different when you're walking on a stage and there's 50,000 people screaming and hollering. You got George Shade doing your intro mm-hmm. and it, it's just, I, I can't describe it. The body acts different. Everything changes. You know, uh, mm-hmm. 2019 was awesome. I like I was kind of used to it a little more. Like, yeah. okay, I kind of knew what to expect. And then 2020, like, <laughs> you know, we didn't know what was going on. Right. All I know was like I was getting ready to get in my car to drive to Florida in March for our croquettes eating uh, championship, and it was canceled a week out. It was Ugh. like, whoa, like yeah. this is crazy. What's going on? And then of course we got shut down for quarantine. So it's like, we, we didn't know what was going to happen. Right. And then to get an uh, email three weeks out, like, Hey, you know, we're going to take the top five guys, six guys, you know, thank you for, you know, all your effort and everything you put into, you know, this every year, Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll reach out to you for 2021. Um, if we're, you know, if we're back to normal, hopefully, you know, that's the goal. Yeah. So with everything going on, uh, you know, I got a, uh, uh, phone call 30 72 hours out like hey george what are you doing saturday and i'm like well since you're calling me i guess i'm going to eat some hot dogs (laughs) and um they're like yeah we'll see you in new york i'm like okay we'll see you in new york and didn't know what to expect um you know top secret location they said okay it's you know, it's going to be climate controlled. It's like we're having a climate controlled event we never have a climate so you knew at that point it was going to be indoors Yes, okay. you know it was going to be indoors. I didn't know where. I figured maybe some studio yeah. or some sound lot somewhere. Um, but they really did a great job putting it together. Um, I guess was it nice to be? 
I'm, I'm curious because I asked Joey the same thing. Like, was it easier to eat inside? Because after this last competition, he came out and he always takes like a little break after and does like something fun. So I took him to Pebble Beach and we got drinks, whatever. And I was talking to him like, was it easier inside where you're not sweating profusely in like the humidity in Coney Island? Did you find that to be easier? I I did not find it to be okay. easier. I mean, for yes, for the, the temperature control, the climate control, yes, I think it was easier, but there was no crowd. No ambiance, yeah. Ambiance, okay. you weren't feeding off the energy, energy from the crowd. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I feel, everyone's like, what are you doing in your intro? You're picking up your arms, waving your nobody. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just weird. He's like, I get announced, and like you scream out your name, and then it's like you walk on stage. It's like, yeah, I'm going to pick up my arms and point to people in the crowd. And yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we had maybe two dozen, if there was two dozen people in the crowd mm-hmm. between judges and media. And they're all sitting there with their face shields on and their mask and their rubber gloves and all. It was just like I was being interviewed by, you know, the government or something. Like, you know, <laughs> like I just got back from an alien. Like top uh, secret. You know, induction. Yeah. It's like, whoa, what is this? This is not what I was expecting. So, right. I mean, there, I think there was a plus with the the temperature, yeah. the climate control, but it, there was a negative with the no crowd, no noise, no, you know, there was no energy. Right. No, it was really weird. It but was, you also uh, were like, and you had more space, you know, with the plexiglass and the spacing was different. Cause I feel like when I've watched clips of the ones at Coney Island, y'all are so close to each other. It's very like, you can be aware of what's going on next to you because it's so cramped in there. Was this a little different without that frenetic energy from you know the competitors next to you themselves? Yes, it was mm-hmm. nice because you have elbow room. You yeah. know, you know, normally we're shoulder to shoulder. I'm not a small guy, 6'6", <laughs> 340. You know, we're Offensive linemen over here. Pretty much, you know, I should have played some ball. But um, I um, really got into it because, you know, I had my space. I was able to do my stance, yeah. you know, I was comfortable. Good. Years past, we're fighting and we're kind of pushing each other side to side to get a little bit more room on our table. So uh, it's very distracting when, you know, you have your card flippers, your hot dog counters in front of you. Yeah. And then you can see your neighbor with their numbers, too. It's like, oh, is this guy really beating me or am I really that far ahead? And then, you know, so all that plays into it psychologically. So it was nice to uh, not to be able to see that yeah. in 2020. I'm excited to see what's happening this year because I don't know how it's going to be set up. Yeah. And, um, you know, because that gets into your mind because you're, you're playing like you're counting how many hot dogs you're eating. Mm-hmm. And then if you see your opponent next to you, it's like, oh man, this guy's gaining on me. Yeah. So it could push you or, oh, he's it could get in your head. Not going to catch yeah. Yes. Totally. Yeah. It's a, it's a big mental game to begin with. It's going to be cool, I think, the stadium aspect of it, because it's going to bring back that energy and the atmosphere that you like, but maybe with a little less chaos, a little more organized chaos, you know? Yes. I agree with you. Do you want to say it better? I have. Organized chaos. Because I don't know that I could cover my first one the way that you sounded in those original ones. That sounds like a little too much for me. <laughs> yeah, but you guys, you know, they have a great section. Usually they put, like, across the street, or the media, you know, you guys have your own area when there is, you know, 50,000 people in the crowd. Yeah. You got the, you know, our stage, we got our counters, our judges, the splash zone, and then <laughs> that's the media. Yeah. So, um, we'll see. Yeah, this year, yeah, I don't know if you guys are going to be in the, like the, you know, the bullpen or up in the media box or, you know, on the field with us, who knows, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, any of the, the great details, I just know where it's located. <laughs> You're just going to show up. 
ready yes. to go. Yep. Well, I know where they're going to be for the bus to pick me up. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, speaking of this year's competition, um, obviously last year was just strange for everybody, you know, and even with events being canceled, you guys found ways to connect with audiences and to still have food challenges, whether it's at home, you guys are doing it. YouTube became, like you said, more of a, a factor in, in this kind of culture. And I'm curious how the training went for you this last year, you know, with all of this time off and all of the world being closed, was it kind of easier to focus and, and get better or was it harder to get into it? It, it's definitely harder. Yeah. You know, because last year, I you know I was focused rolling out of 2019 into 2020, and I was you know I was trying to be at the top of my game. So, you know, we went into New Orleans with red beans and rice in okay. February, and I ate 12 and a half pounds of red beans and rice. I think I tied for fifth place. Nice. It was a great great finish. We had a great lineup of people. Um, but like rolling out of that, you know, I'm like, I did a bunch of food challenges on the way home. I was doing hot dog runs and I was already, you know, February, I was 30 plus hot dogs. Okay. You know, I was ready to go. I'm like, Hey, I'm really going to do great here. You know, we got our next competition in March in Miami with the um, Cuban croquetas. Right. And it's like, you know, I want to go down there and put up big numbers. This is going to be my year. I want to push hard for hot dogs. As soon as lockdown came, yeah. you know, I like my beers and <laughs> I just drank a lot. Normally, I, I quit drinking through April or July for right. the hot dog season, and it, it didn't happen because I just had too much time on my hands to kick back and drink and watch, you know, Netflix and yep. catch up on all the series. You know, I haven't been able to, you know, binge watch. So right. it really, you know, it threw me off. And then going into it, like I, you know, normally I'll, like I said, I'll quit drinking during April. Right. Um, I'll lose twenty twenty five pounds. <laughs> roll into you know, April through July, I'll consume five to 600 hot dogs for practice, you know, multiple times a week. Right. And I'll lose another five to 10 pounds. And then I'm rolling in 4th of July at the lightest I've been in 30 years and, you know, top, you know, capacity and right. ready to eat some hot dogs. Like I said, I, I might have been drunk when Sam called me and, hey, what are you doing Saturday? <laughs> 72 hours notice. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to eat some hot dogs. You know, so I was just honored to be asked to go. Right. As part of that group. On. Yeah. Yes. Part of that group. Mm -hmm. Part of making history. We didn't know if it was going to happen or not. And right. it, it really, it still brings tears to my eyes oh. thinking about that I was a part of it because, you know, to be, you know, to celebrate America. Right. You know, the way, way we do it every 4th of July at noon. I've been watching this since I've been a kid. You know, whatever we're doing on 4th of July at noon, we stopped doing it to go watch this event. Yeah. And to be a part of it. This is going to be my fourth year in a row. It is just, you know, life changing for me. And it, you know, to be part of it in 2020 was awesome. So, yeah. Um, it's going to go down I in history. So, yes. Yes. It's history. So with this year, not knowing like the uncertainty of everything since then, yeah. you know, I've been pushing hard. I've been traveling this, you know, we been to Florida a couple of times with MLE, yeah. to, uh, for, you know, for the big game, we were down there doing some stuff with DraftKings. It was honored to be part of that. Yeah, didn't you get your first world record in the spray cheese in a can, that whole? Yes. Okay. I, I would say it's, you know, I want to, I would announce it as, you know, I'm the easy cheese chugging champion of the world now. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it was quite a championship, but it was definitely a world record. Yes. Uh, with, you know, DraftKings and MLE to uh, chug two cans of spray cheese in less than a minute. You know, I think Did like you ever seconds. see yourself being a champion in spray cheese? No, never, okay. never crossed my mind okay. at, 
at all until they said, hey, there's this undercard event. You want to be a part of it? And I'm like, yes, I want to be part of this <laughs> of undercard event. I, I'm not going to say no to you guys. Let's right. do this. And um, What is the strategy for going. that? What, like, because it's an aerosol can, is it not? It is. It is a <laughs> pressurized can. Um, what? The biggest thing is, you know, it's, it's ironic. Like, if you Google it or, you know, YouTube it, there's a guy on YouTube did it in like 30 some seconds i'm like oh i could do it quicker than that oh boy and i get my first can to practice and it took like two and a half minutes for the can to empty out and I'm oh like, no well, <laughs> like each can's going to put out a different time and it, it it's so true every can is different it puts out a different time trust me i practice and yeah. I'm, like, I'm doing these time runs and i'm like oh this isn't good you know so mm. like this could take a lot longer than we planned on or it could be a lot quicker so um, you know, Matt Hazard, he's ranked 10th in the world. He's the gentleman I went against. And okay. we were talking prior. It's like, hey, this is how I'm doing it. And it's like, well, this is how I'm doing it. Yeah. And, you know, I just wish you luck. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, you would think if you could shotgun both the cans at the same time, if you could spray both the cans in your mouth at the same time. Yeah. And you could get them to empty out is the quickest way to go. Yeah. But you, you need to be able to swallow it. You need to be able to breathe. Yeah. You know, all those life factors come into it so <laughs> just being alive confident. yes so i you know I, I felt confident i said okay i'm going to do one can and force water with it you know simultaneously okay and, you know and matt said no i'm going to smoke you i'm going to do two cans at once Oof. and i'm going to win this that's said, risky okay, matt, go for it buddy yeah Good luck. i wish you the best but like I know how long how long it takes to empty a can, and I'm like, well, you're going to you know you're going to have to hold your breath. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to do what I have to do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and um, and I just happened, you know, I came out the winner because of the fact of you know Matt had to put his cans down to get more liquid and yeah. you know clear his throat and different things. Yeah. So just my strategy, old school, one can and water, won it, and it nice. was really surprising that I, I pulled it off. But you know, I'm 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 happy to. You know, that I was able to do it, and then... I want you to show me this, because it was two cans in 56 seconds, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be something when it comes to food that that people don't realize, because, like, so many people come up, they're like, I could eat this many hot dogs, I could do this with that food, I love this food, but it's not about that, you know, it's about the science behind it, and I don't think people think about that. Right. Like, not a lot of people do this. I mean, I get called out all the time. Oh, I can eat, you know, <laughs> 10 hot dogs and buns, or I can eat a large pizza. It's like, yeah, you can, but how quick can you eat it? Yeah. How, you know, smooth are you going to eat it? How clean are you going to eat it? Yeah. And that's really, you know, comes into the factor. And it's everyone's like, oh, are you one of those guys that separate the hot dogs and buns? Yes. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. Yes. Kobayashi changed the sport by yes. doing that yes. and it is the only way to be at the top of your game uh, in these competitions is to learn the tricks <laughs> <laughs> my little six pound dog's making home oh my I god she sounds home. like way scarier than six pounds <laughs> my goodness come here Lupita. it's okay come here yeah well yes. you say that about kobayashi and that's interesting that you bring up his name because I have a question for you about Kobayashi. Okay. Have you met him? I have not met him. Because he retired uh, I, before you got into it. Yeah. 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 He retired from MLE, uh, oh boy, over 10 years ago. Yeah. So I've only been with MLE uh, trying to qualify since 20, 2015. Okay. So I'm, I'm six years in. Yeah. But I've, I've been signed with MLE now. This is going to be my fourth year I'm going right. on, um, you know, the membership with them to be part of MLE to compete and 
you know, travel the country eating all in all our great, you know, um, venues and yeah. you know, with our great sponsors, trying all this great food. So Caravan Cigar Company, I'll shout them out. Yeah. Uh, I'm in one room. I'm in the poker room. And then they're setting up for a podcast this evening over in the conference room. Nice. I'm curious your thoughts. I ask everybody this question and, and obviously it's probably a little bit, I don't know if there's like taboo topics in this industry or whatever, but we all know Kobayashi accusing Joey of cheating, right? We've seen the, the comments, the videos, whatever. I am yeah. so curious, and, and this is not a commentary on Joey at all. It's more, do you think as someone who, you're, you've been in this competition, the hot dog eating one specifically, do you think it's even possible to cheat, quote unquote, in a contest like that where there's so much visibility and how, you know, like, do you even think that's a possibility? No, not at all. Right. Okay. That's what I, I thought. Think so, I mean, I don't think it's possible. I mean, like, I guess anything that, you know, you're winning money at, people are going to try to cheat. <laughs> of course. So maybe you're trying to, you know, I've heard of people hiding hot dogs in their shorts, pockets, or Stop. on the ground oh over the years. But, I mean, this is all pre, you know, GoPros and pre yeah. cell phone cameras and stuff. We're, we're under, you know, there's so many cameras at the table. Yeah. There's so many fans I don't see it being possible these days. You know, the numbers are the numbers and, you know, our judges are very accurate going through and finalizing the numbers. Yeah. And we've always tried to, you know, the sport, um, you know, the Shays, Major League Eating, really mm-hmm. tried to stay on the top of it right. with, hey, this is legit. This is the amount of food they're eating. This is the, you know, this is the way we're judging it. This is the debris. This is, you know, everything, you know, we need to you know, make this sport a sport, you know, right. you, you can't have, you know, but I, they, they got the baseball issues with cheating and yep. football issues, you know, deflating the ball. So is there something at the table that could change something? I don't know. I mean, I've heard, Oh, Joey gets hollow hot dogs, BS, you know, they're, <laughs> they're cooking, yeah, they're, they're cooking, you know, 1500 to 2000 hot dogs, prepping it for us and everything, yeah. you know, there is no... Well, and Kobayashi I, I, the, tried to say that I think he leaves, you know, buns in the water cup. And it's just, if if that were the case, there would be so much physical evidence based on how many cameras you guys have on you. So I'm always curious. Correct. You know, it just, it, there's just no way. I feel like at this day and age, there's no way to get away with cheating in that regard. I, I don't think there is because I yeah. mean, we get ducted for how many buns fall on the ground, the table, the cups, you know, yeah. you know half a hot dog behind... Yeah. And all that counts, and our judges are really on top of it. And, you know, uh, us being athletes, you know, we got to stand back and let the, the refs do their, do their thing. job. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, so, um, you know, I'm one of the cleaner eaters out there. I'm not saying there's there's really messy <laughs> eaters out there, but there is. Yeah. And I could, you know, I get a little butthurt at time to time at a competition, <laughs> like, oh, he beat me? Man, he has a lot of debris. But yeah. he's got to roll with it, and I'll get the next time because, you know, I'm not going to cheat. Yeah. Because it's my name on the, you know, out there. And yeah. I want to put up the best numbers I can put up. If you beat me by cheating, I hope you can sleep at night because, you know, hey, you got me today, but I'm going to get you tomorrow because I'm putting up real numbers. So. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize how much debris was an issue because in the, one of the last lives I did with Joey, I don't know if you remember, we ate, we ate tacos against each other. And yes. he didn't use his hands. And I did. And he still beat me. Whatever. I don't care. But he was giving me grief because there was like 
lettuce left on the table and like, you know, crumbles of meat that fell out. And he was just like, no, you have to eat all of that up. And he's like slurping it up with his mouth. I was like, what are you doing? You crazy person. But apparently that's like good practice, I guess. It's definitely a good practice yeah. to be able to clear your whole plate, you know, Jeez. and get your debris off of it. Because, you know, when it comes to the, you know, the day of the event, you're, you know, you can't leave debris behind because you're going to, it's equal hot dog to equal bun. Yeah. So if there's a, you know, if you leave a half a bun on the table, they're going to subtract you a half a hot dog total. And it's like, oh, but man, I ate the hot dog and there's, you know, did I really leave that much debris behind? So you really got to be clean. You know, yeah. Clean. It's, it's, it's the cleanest you want to be. And, you know, um, I guess some, you know, athletes might be like, hey, you know, I'm going to leave all the debris I can leave and just let them pick a number of what I, you know, get subtracted or, you know, in my case, you know, it's, I'm going to eat really clean and like, I'm going to have a more true number out there. And it just, it is what it is. It's, it's part of the, the, you know, the yeah. sport and yeah. we've always had issues. And I know, you know, uh, Kobayashi and Joey had their rivalries over the years, Yes, but you know, I think, you know, you're going to try to come up with whatever excuse you can. Of Why course. did I lose today? You know, the weather, the, the crowd, or yeah. oh, my hot dogs were cold, or, <laughs> you know. So yeah. we, we can blame, you know, we're athletes. We can blame it on whatever we want to blame it on, but the truth comes down to it. You know, you don't have the capacity or the technique to eat like Joey does. You're not going to be able to beat Yeah, him, there's just know? no way. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right, well, I have two more questions because now we've already been talking for 30 minutes. As we talked about, it's easy to do when it's good conversation, but I definitely want to get to these two questions because I think they're important. So my first one is, um, there's a lot of people like me who this is kind of a new thing for, and this is going to be my first time ever watching the event, ever. I've never even watched it on ever. TV. Yeah. This is, That's crazy. I know. No wonder Joey's so mad at you. Uh, he's very mad, yeah. So it's I'm making a point in our friendship to like make an effort and come see it. So I'm not going to watch it on TV. I'm doing it live. But <laughs> what are the That's things... Awesome. If someone like me is watching this year, what are the things that we should look for, you know, um, like keys that I should, things I should watch for, people I should watch for, funny, nuanced things that as someone who's been doing this for a couple of years now that I should key on as I'm watching the, because there's so much going on. I want to be able to, to dial in on the few things that you think are worthwhile of paying attention to do. It is a tough question because there's so much going on, right? So right. There, I don't know the exact number of the eaters going to be there this year. Mm -hmm. Last year was awesome because there were six eaters. It's easy. The cameras got it. Yeah. yeah, it was easier. The cameras had more time to get around and show different things. <clears throat> and this year, you know, who's to say, I don't know how it's going to be set up, but like in person, you're going to be able to scan the whole table if there's 10 of us or 15 of us. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you can look at, you know, the eaters in the center because they're going to be the top guys, Joey, okay. you know, Matt, Jeff, Darren. And then as, you know, it goes towards the outside of the table, it's going to be, you know, the guy's putting up the least, you know, less numbers, right. but you know, you, some of them can still come from the back and finish higher than, you know, expected. Yeah. So because it's really anybody's, you know, um, game, game yeah. per se. Um, well, are there any know, guys yeah. that are coming or that, you know, that are going to be there that have like funny habits or nuanced things that fans should pay attention to yourself included? Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like a, just a, just a good old boy, you know, <laughs> I kind of go out there. I'm not trying to do too much. Right. Crazy no showmanship there. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, I mean, I think just showing up in my presence alone is my showmanship. Okay. okay. Um, you know, but there's some guys, you know, Nick Weary has a, you know, his first few minutes while he's eating, 
he has a little wiggle. You know, Matt Stoney does a jump. Yes. You know, to get you know get it down in the stomach, uh, like a wiggle, and pushes his side down. <laughs> so, I mean, we all kind of have our own thing. You know, yeah. Jeff's very quiet and melatonin in life. To you know, anyway, so <laughs> he's kind of more of a just hey, I'm out here eating. This yeah. is the way it is. I mean, we all kind of do our own thing, so it's it's definitely a tough question. I mean, Jeremy's yeah. just unbelievable to watch consuming 10 hot dogs and buns. I'm scared. More, you know, less than a minute. It's, yeah. it's something else. And, you know, my friends, you know, not to get off the subject no, of hot ahead. dogs, but I had a friend uh, re- uh, come out to a, a food challenge to, you know, watch me eat five pounds of burritos. Oh, God. And he was sitting across from the table. And as I started to eat, he immediately started to back up from the table because he's never seen it in person. Yes. Like, wow, this is... <laughs> This is something different just to watch someone consume that amount of food in such a short time. I'm a little scared because I think it's going to change everything in our friendship. (laughs) It it, it might take the friendship to the next level. I'm not going to lie. And we were, you know, getting back to the science, you know, everyone's like, how can you dump your bugs? That's so nasty. But you have to really... There's science behind it, yeah. right? Because it takes the air out of the buns, mm-hmm. and then it, you know it starts to break the starches down in the buns, and it just it, it makes it easier to consume. Yeah, um, we would never be at the point we're at today, the number wise, if we, you know, Kobayashi didn't introduce dunking the buns to yeah. us, you know, x amount of years ago. We you- changed the the whole sport. One of the biggest myths, I think, also that surrounds this is, and I would, I'm just talking about this competition in general, but maybe others, is that you guys get sick after. You know, a lot of people, that's the number one question that people ask me when I talk about, you know, being around Joey. They're like, oh, does he throw up immediately? And I think people don't understand that, that that's not, you know, something that happens physiologically. Maybe not for everybody, but, you know. In, in that capacity, um, would you agree with that, that that's a myth? And what are some other myths that maybe people wouldn't know about concerning, like, these food eating challenges? Um, well, I, I think, you know, definitely, you know, everyone's like, oh, you have to throw up, you know, afterwards or, you know, reverse. <laughs> in our business, we call it reverse. And it's taboo to say, you know, throwing up. So, oh, okay. You know, the terminology is uh, reversing. Reversing, and, okay. You know, yeah, reversing. So, uh, you know, I, I've seen Elvis arrive at the table. You know, someone, you know, I've been reversed on at the table. Okay. And, um, but it, it really, we train ourselves for the capacity so it doesn't bother right. us, right? So, like, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, you know, everyone pigs out at Thanksgiving dinner. And it's like, oh, I'm so full. Let's sit down and watch this football game. And you fall asleep because you're just so full of the body's struggling to process all this food right we process this amount of food on a weekly basis right between training and food challenges and you know trying to keep our stomach capacity the largest we possibly can so i'm not going to say like i haven't walked off stage and said oh boy i, I should try to get rid of some of this because <laughs> I'm, I'm not comfortable it's <laughs> right. like the worst thanksgiving dinner i've ever had right <laughs> you know time to time you, you do have to release some pressure take some off the top i like to call it okay um, <laughs> But, you know, 90% of the time, I'm walking off stage, and it's like, okay, let's go get some ice cream, let's counteract oh that sodium with some sugar, let's go out <laughs> drinking tonight, you know. Well, yeah, definitely the last one, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Puts on a great, great uh, after party yeah. um, after the 4th of July, but all of our sponsors do, um, you know, yeah. through the country, you know, that's kind of like the big thing. We have our event. And then we go get cleaned up, and then we come back out, and we have a nice dinner. We go yeah. karaoke or bar hopping or whatever, and we get to hang out with our friends. So, yeah. um, and we're used to it. Like, I'm used to it. Like, I could, you know, 10 years ago when I, I got into it, 
uh, 11 years ago when I first started training with my mentor, I would, you know, eat my 17 or 20 hot dogs and go home and sit on the couch for two days and like, oh, this is like, this is crazy. I right. can't believe I'm doing this. But since then, I've, I've lost 100 pounds. Uh, I'm healthiest I've ever been. Because you're conscious of like what you're putting in your body at all times. That's the crazy thing. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Seven days a week, 24 hours yeah. a day. Yes. It's nuts. So it changes everything. So now like, you know, 30 hot dogs. Hey, let's, you know, uh, let's sit down and have a couple drinks. You know, want to do some shots or, you know, <laughs> hey, we're going out to dinner later. Okay, let's do this. Because yeah. that's where I'm at at my, you know, competitive level here yeah. today. I, I can do that. I can you know, I couldn't do this 10 years ago, but today I could do that. I could go out and party all night after a competition, after eating, you know, 14 pounds of uh, poutine in Canada. It's like, oh, let's go do another food challenge, 12 pounds <laughs> of poutine. No problem. We're just going to have a big dinner. You know, that is crazy. That. Oh, my God. Are you ever uh, hesitant to, like, when you're out... I know this happens with Joey. Like, people always recognize him. They want to buy him shots or, like, do anything. Do people ever challenge you to eat off, like, off the cuff randomly when you're out? And if so, are you hesitant to do that in case it might negatively affect your, you know, your status, I guess? Well, I mean, I, I don't think anything's really out there to negatively hurt me. Because I think, you know, just to be, you know, recognizing someone's seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I can chug a pitcher of beer in twenty seconds. So no one's really, <laughs> no one's really going to beat that. <laughs> no, but people like to see it though. They're like, oh, you know, it's hey, like a party. Like, it's a really fun party trick, you know. <laughs> yes, and I, you know, like, hey, buy me a pitcher of beer. I'll, I'll show you how it's done. And you know, so I get a pitcher of beer. That's incredible. Chug it, and then it's like, oh, I missed it. I'm like, well, give me another. I'll get one. another one. <laughs> You know, so I'll do stuff like that. Um, oh my you know, God. Time to time, I, I get friends at barbecues like, oh, I can take you on. And I'm like, yeah, you can, no. but you can't. Why you would know? anyone do that? It's crazy. Yeah, it's, like, it's just, you know, get three or four of your friends to come back and we'll see if I can beat the three or four. Yeah, see, friends, that's interesting. Know? Like multiple yes. people. Yeah, I like that. So, and that's then it just, it, it, it's amazing to show how a muggle eats a hot dog. To <laughs> Did you say a muggle? A muggle. Yes. yes. <laughs> So we're all muggles and you guys yes, are, you are and you're Harry Potter. Okay. Got it. Well, I'm not saying I'm Harry Potter. Well, okay. George is wearing a sport Okay. But what house would you be in if you were at Hogwarts? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I, I, I don't even know how to answer that. You don't know how to answer it. What? I, I don't. I, I, like, I am a Harry Potter fan in a way, but I know. You know, there's a lot of, like, the muggles out there. That's what you guys call yourselves and the, oh you know, God. fans to the eating world, so. I didn't know that. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah. So I'm in the house of the MLE. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Okay. That's a good, that's a good answer. Um, all right. Last question. I'm sure every single person that you've talked to is going to ask this, but what are, what are we looking at? You know, can you ballpark what you're trying to hit for this competition or a number you feel comfortable? Because I think you're. What, your record is 31 and a half, or is that not right? No, that's correct. 31 okay. and a half uh, at my 20, 2019, I that, 2019 qualifier. Yep. Qualifier. Um, so, yeah, my I'm going to beat that record. I'm, I'm, I feel okay. confident. I'm going to put up better numbers uh, than my qualifier because it, it's, it is tough from the qualifier to the big, you know, the big show yeah. and from practice. But I feel confident this year pushing myself. Like last year, I, I wanted to beat my you know personal best yeah like i said i got lazy i did not train like i was supposed to <laughs> well yeah I you didn't know train. you know yeah we didn't know yeah it was, it was uncertain 
you know, the whole world was uncertain last year. So, um, and putting that into my head, like, man, I had the opportunity to put up the best numbers of my life. I'm not going to miss that opportunity again. Yeah. And this is an opportunity presented to me this year. Like, hey, we're having it. You are invited. You want to be a part of this? And yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> this is what I've been working for, you know, for the last six years. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to show up. I'm going to put up my best numbers. I want to, you know, I want to, I debuted at 18th in the world. I went to 12th in the world. Now I'm 15th in the world. Okay. And I tell you what, I want to be back in the, I want to be in the top 10. Top 10. And my goal is to be in the top five here shortly. So okay. like, I'm just chugging ahead and, you know, I, I, I need to change my, my personal best on my numbers and just take out my competitors yeah. at the table to show that I could, I'm better than them. Right. Big things coming for George, the smorgasbord trigger this year. I'm excited to be able, and I, I hope I'll bring you a little luck being there in person for the first time. I cannot, I cannot wait. It's going to be epic. Definitely. Definitely. It's going to be I'm fun. Very excited that you're coming out, you know, first time in New York for this event. And it's, it's a different animal, yeah. you know, itself. And, um, yeah, yeah. Right? it should be great. It's going to be fun. Really excited. Bring all that, that West coast love. Yes, you know, I'm going to bring it all. Coast, you know, I'm originally from the West Coast. Fresno. Okay. I was born in Fresno. Okay. So, you know, but uh, I've been living on the East Coast here for quite a bit now. And yeah. I'm just excited. I'm going to remind you why we're the best coast, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I cannot wait. Thank you so much for coming on, taking the time to talk about this. I'm sure people are going to be excited, and I wish you so much luck. I will see you here in a few days. That's awesome, Emily. I'm looking forward to it. All right, guys, stay tuned for more Major League Eating and Hot Dog Contest info and inside stories coming up next. All right, guys, that was George the Smorgasbord Sugar coming live from Pennsylvania talking about his road to Coney. What a guy. Some fun tidbits from that interview. And I have a really great interview with his cousin, Ron Heller, who is a former NFL player and coach. Story coming later this week, so make sure you stay tuned. Now, I promised you more competitive eating content, and I always deliver. So joining me now on the podcast is the number three ranked eater in the world, Darren Breeden. Darren, welcome to the Sidelines Ass Podcast. It's a pleasure to be on. And I look forward to this interview. Yes, it's it's going to be super easy and fun. I like I like that my guests afterwards always leave saying, "Oh wow, that was way more fun than I thought it would be." So <laughs> hopefully, that's what they say about Nathan's as well. <laughs> oh really? Okay. So we have that in common. Well, yeah, because when you look at the competition, I mean, this is one of the most televised things out there. It's crazy the amount of people that you can say, "Hey, what are you doing Fourth of July?" and they watch this competition and. But watching it and being there and being part of it are so different. So your first year was 2018, right? It's actually 2017. Oh, 2017. Okay. See, already learning something new. Okay. And so walk me through, like, I mean, you got into this in kind of an unusual way. I feel like everybody in this industry has a weird story of how they got into it. But yours is just kind of like straightforward, like, you just figured out, you know, you were good at eating after this big weight loss that you had in college. And I think the first competition you had was the fried rice in Japan, right? Uh, yes, yeah, so it was a restaurant challenge, yes. kind of like man versus food. We have a set amount of food that you have to eat okay. in like 30 minutes, something like that. I beat it. 
and beating record time. I was like, oh, this is cool, you know, <laughs> get a free meal, get some prizes. Yeah. So I researched more restaurant challenges I can do, did that for about a year, and then I found out about uh, Nathan's qualifying event because I had always watched Nathan's mm-hmm. as a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, like, I wonder how you get into that thing. And I looked it up, I was like, oh, Major League Eating. And then I found <laughs> out he's on for a qualifier. And yeah. That's awesome. And you went to your first qualifier and you ate the most hot dogs for a first timer, correct? That was the record kind of? Actually, oh, that okay. may have been the case for my year that I qualified. For. Okay. Actually, I tried qualifying back in 2016 once, okay. but I lost to Gideon Oji. Right. At that time, I ate 28 hot dogs and he ate 33. But okay. no one knew who I was. So like, who the heck is this guy showing up being 28 hot dogs? <laughs> then I took a year to do the restaurant challenges, like I said. Okay. Then I think I qualified with uh, 38 and a half or something like that. Okay. Okay. That was the year. All right. So then 2018 was the first year you went. And I mean, you had obviously done these challenges and different things, but what was it like being on that big stage for the first time? I mean, was that just like crazy scary or daunting? Well, um, it was actually 2017, but that year, um, I don't think it was so much competing in front of a ton of people on TV. I was just intimidated by the competition, really, (laughs) because this was the first time I was meeting all these other big name eaters and people that I watched on YouTube. I'm like, wow, that's Matt Stoney. Wow, that's, you know, Joey Chestnut, whatever. And I was over, I'm like, I can't believe I'm actually competing against these people. This is nuts. Yeah. Well... And when you're in, it's a crazy like stage. I was talking to George about it, like, cause we were comparing, you know, the years before and then to the COVID year where it was in inside and, you know, you had space and you had like these plexiglass things and it's a lot of chaos up there where you're kind of jostling for position. You're trying not to pay attention to your competition. Is it really hard to get in that zone and kind of push away everyone around you that's and not pay attention to what they're eating and focus on you? Actually, that's a good question at Nathan's. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if I'm not as prepared. Like, I'll be honest, last year I wasn't prepared at all. <laughs> I don't think anybody was, really. <laughs> well, Joey definitely Well, was, okay. Sure. Joey's like, he can't turn <laughs> it off. He's an anomaly. <laughs> yeah. He's a freak of nature. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely do get that because mm-hmm. I always wonder how the other competitors are doing. And sometimes when they place me, uh, they won't place me to my direct competitor, like okay. place me next to them. I usually I like to use folks like uh, Jeff Esper or right. Nick Weary or Matt Stoney as a pacer because if I'm next to Joey, I know I'm yeah. not, you know, <laughs> not going to even be close to him, I'll be honest. But you know, someone like Esper or Stoney, uh, we're usually you know, a few dogs within each other, so okay. I like to use that as a pace. So in the back of my head, I'm thinking, that, like, oh, I, I hope I'm ahead of them. I hope I'm ahead of them. So. <laughs> And with the count, I always see the counter, you know, the counter cards or the girls are, are those in front of you guys as well? Or do you know, you know how many that you're eating, right? I know this is kind of a silly question, but I, I never occurred to me if you keep track or how you keep track of it. Actually, that's a uh, valid question because okay. I know on stage, yeah. the audience see, they only show like the four girls for like the top four competitors. Oh, okay. Um, they also have a counter. They have a counter for each eater as well, which is nice. Okay. So there'll be a counter in front of you showing you how many hot dogs you ate. Okay. And I, funny thing is, in 2019, I actually had a, um outfielder from the Mets be my <laughs> counter, and I didn't find out until after the contest. That is... I forgot the gentleman's name. I thought it was like Jeff something. Oh, my God. 2019. I'm going to have to look that up. That's hilarious. Was he... Did you get to, like, meet him after and talk to him? 
Um, for a little bit. Okay. I remember it was funny because I didn't know. I just thought he was a random guy. And um, <laughs> I remember he wasn't really paying attention. He was a few hot dogs behind my count. Oh, no. And at one point, I got a little flustered and slammed <laughs> the table really hard. And he was like, oh, my bad. But then afterwards, I was like, oh, man, I can't believe that I did that to, you know, a Golden Glove recipient. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. But this intersection of sports and food it's such an interesting cross-section because these guys, they know who you guys are, you know, and they watch this and they see it. And it's weird because they're like the famous ones and people know them as the athletes, but you guys, what you do, you know, I just talked to George's cousin who played in the NFL and he said he came and watched George one time and, and he very much believes that this is a sport and you guys are athletes because of the amount of time and effort and training and dedication that goes into it. Do you ever face that kind of you know, question where people are like, oh, this isn't a sport. This is, you're not an athlete. And, and how do you come back with an answer to that? Honestly, um, at first I used to get flustered about it, but yeah. uh, after doing this for five, six years, I just say it's open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has their opinions and you know what they say about opinions. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I mean, but the evidence is there. I mean, if you look at the definition of what sport is, I mean, it's competition and it's preparation. And, and what you guys do is so, it's not like you just show up contrary to what people believe. You don't just show up to these things like, you know, being good at just putting away food. It requires training and stretching and, you know, all of these things that go into it, the science of it. And I feel like, do you think Major League Eating has done a good job of kind of putting that out there for the public? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One of the things I read about you was um, that you like to switch up the liquid and throw a little Gatorade in there for like a palate cleanser taste thing. Um, how did you come up with that? Yes. Um, <laughs> that is something that I do later on in the latter half of the contest okay. when flavor fatigue hits or when you get tired of the flavor of the hot dogs. Because as much as I love a good Nathan's hot dog, <laughs> anything is going to become repulsive after five minutes of nonstop eating it. Totally. So, um, actually, with that strategy, I have a eating coach. Uh, his name is Wayne Alheno. Okay, he's been a. He actually has helped me a lot since uh, you know coming into major league eating. Because before the whole major league eating, I started doing these food challenges. I was beating some substantial challenges, and he's like, "Hey kid, you got potential, so you know, let me coach you." I'm like, "Coach you what?" <laughs> what, what is but I mean, a coach in competitive eating, believe it or not, comes a long ways. He's really pushed me yeah. and uh, helped me devise different strategies. When it comes to you know, switching up with a Gatorade, because that works really well, because you, you don't want to sit there and put ketchup or mustard, because no. I have a lot of civilian friends that will say, oh, why don't you put ketchup on it? Because <laughs> I was like, no, I mean, that's unnecessary real estate. But, you know, I'm going to be using water anyways, so yeah. I may as well change it up with some Gatorade do you, and reset the palate. Do you think that, that when Kobayashi introduced this kind of um, method that that changed the game as far as this hot dog contest eating goes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He definitely is a key figure in competitive eating. I think he definitely legitimized competitive eating as a sport because prior to that, uh, I think it was just an event where a bunch of people wanted to come and eat free hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. But he legitimized it because people saw like, wow, this guy just doubled yeah. the world record and you know, this guy looks like he's in good shape. Yeah. You know, he's very methodical about it. I think he legitimized it yeah. for sure. He did for sure. There, I mean, he's. Have you met him before by any chance, or no? I've met him once. Okay, yes. I've heard he's a bit. He's a serious guy. Can be a bit of a polarizing figure. But one of the things, and I asked George about this, and um, 
is, you know, there's talk, he's made accusations about cheating. I'm curious as someone who does this and is up there on the stage, do you really think it's possible to even have the opportunity to cheat in a, in such a visible context like this? Um, I think it's definitely possible, mm-hmm. but honestly, I know this sounds a bit condescending, but I would say within like the top 10 contestants, they're not going to cheat. It's usually the yeah. ones that are struggling yeah. that are going to try to cheat. True. Like, for instance, people try to leave an excessive amount of bread in the cup. Right. Or um, sometimes they'll see a straight hot dog kind of rolling on the floor. I'm like, how did that end up there? You know, like, <laughs> I get a little bit of a you know bun falling off your hand because it's wet and mushy. But yeah. how, how do you drop a hot dog? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the, the comments or accusations? I mean, I love reading the online conspiracy theories just because it's so crazy. Like, people come up with insane theories. And one of the funny ones I saw was that Joey Chestnut was being served hollow hot dogs. <laughs> yes, that uh, comes up all the time. I think it's freaking hilarious. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> Joey is definitely, as you know, he, he legitimately does And People always ask, that's one thing about Joey, they're like, how is he doing this? You know, how does he have this crazy edge over everyone? I don't get it. I was like, it's simple. And Joey's told, told me myself, I mean, it just takes time. He didn't get to yeah. 70 overnight. It took him over 10 years to yeah. get to that point. So. It did. I mean, there are your anomalies like the Carmen Sincati's that, you know, get up to 60 overnight, but it's rare. It just takes time. Yeah. And he's just very dedicated. And I definitely respect him as a competitor for sure, Joey, because he's <laughs> definitely on top of his game. Because realistically, this year, he doesn't have anyone that's a threat, in right. my opinion. But he still trains to break that world record to, you know, top yeah. himself. And I respect that. He, he's always trying to better himself and break his own records. And that is what makes you, you know, one of the greatest of all time. Um, but you have actually beaten him in three separate challenges. And that just goes to show one of the tenets of this sport is you can't be good at every single food because they're all different. And you've talked about in interviews that eating chili is very different than eating Halloween candy, you know? So it's it's not the same and it's not easy to do all of them. So you managed to beat him um, in the World Chili Eating Challenge in Orlando and the World Cheese Curd Eating Challenge or Championship, which you actually hold the record in, and then the Halloween Candy Bowl. What was that like to beat someone like him in those competitions? Uh, first of all, I'm very impressed you did your research. <laughs> oh, I come prepared. <laughs> um, honestly, the first time at Chili, I was stoked because I was still a part of my rookie campaign uh, in major league eating. Yeah, that's right. It was the first contest I want to say of the calendar year. And I was like, went in, I was like, wow, this is a very stacked lineup for a, you know, (laughs) a random chili contest. Yeah. And I was able to be a, cause I have a video of that contest on my YouTube channel. Okay. Um, Yes. um, Everybody check that out. Plug. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But, um, you can see when they re- announced the results, I'm like, ooh, it seems pretty close. There's a lot of empty bowls, man. And yeah. Then when they announced fourth place Joey, I was like, holy crap, I beat him. <laughs> this is freaking awesome. So the man is human. Yeah. It's crazy. But, I mean, you can't be the best at every single food. It's just there's too many things, that, and they're all different consistencies. And, and I noticed you said that the Halloween one was hard because, like, you were swallowing candy corns whole. Like, I can't imagine. Exactly. <laughs> is there one food out there that you think you like that okay i always ask joey this and i'm gonna ask you is there something that you just can't stand is there a food that you hate or you just or you're allergic to or you can't eat um i prefer not eating raw onions oh gosh okay i'll eat anything interesting are you ever thought of doing like do you like sushi for example 
Oh, I love sushi. Okay, are there, and maybe I'm I'm just not up on this because I research as much as I can, but there's, this is such a niche world. It's hard unless you know. Are there ever any like raw fish eating competitions or no? <laughs> Besides the shrimp, I um, guess, the shrimp cocktail, but. I've done challenges in Japan. But, okay. Um, like a major league eating event. Um, well, if they're listening to this or watching this, uh, uh, totally get a sushi sponsor. I'd be game for that. That sounds like an awesome concept. <laughs> I mean, that sounds amazing, right? Because like everyone loves, or not everybody, but sushi's become like a popular thing, you know? And people people feel like they can put a lot away and they have those sushi restaurants that are like all you can eat, you know? So I feel like yes. there's got to be something there. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, maybe we should, you know, start some kind of campaign to start yes. a sushi concept. I am going to start. Awesome. This is my, I feel like this is my calling and my quest. And after this, Going to this hot dog thing this weekend, I'm going to start a campaign and you will be on my ballot for sure. I'm, I'm with well, it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, let me ask you before we wrap this up, how do you feel about this year's competition? Obviously, it's going to be in a different venue. And mm-hmm. I, so I'm curious, is that going to change anything for you or is it just business as usual? It's going to be business as usual. Okay. And honestly... Um, it took me a little bit to spark my fire. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, like this past month I started really training mm-hmm. and, you know, I guess this is something about Nathan's that really, you know, kicks me in the butt. I <laughs> really want to do well at that contest because yeah. other contests like this past year has been a little rough for me because I haven't been training as hard. I'll let myself go a little bit, <laughs> but one thing that really, you know, ran my gears today was I saw that, you know, Somebody had made a post about like betting odds, and they didn't have odds for me. What? That really sparked my yeah, exactly. I was wow. like, oh, wow, that makes me sound very irrelevant. I was like, I'll show these guys. I Does that light a bit of a fire? Do you get like fired up from that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I know it's very petty. Yes, it is extremely <laughs> petty. I'll admit that, but enough for me to you know take it into high gear and show them. You know, hey, you know. I might not be Joey Chestnut, but I am second place. Got two years in a row. I'll yes. Make that a third time <laughs> they are yeah they're crazy to be sleeping on that so if we have any gamblers listening which i definitely have a, a gambling audience y'all should um throw some odds on on the boy here because he's coming you're coming for it you know i, I feel it what are are we allowed to throw out numbers like do you do you think you're gonna best anything what what's the what's the the hope for you Oh, uh, just whatever gets me second place. Okay. <laughs> that's You know what? You sound just like Joey because I always ask him, how many are you going to eat? And he always goes, enough to win. I hate it. It's like, I get it. You guys got to keep it close to the chest. I get it. <laughs> but you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a funny sport. Well, I'm excited to watch. I cannot wait to be there. I want to say a quick congratulations to you on the engagement. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. It's big life. Life moves. And you know what? I'm glad you didn't do it on stage like uh, somebody else we know that did and, and had it affect their, their Nathans the next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a bit of a shot there, but well-deserved, I think. Oh, wow. I tell him all the time. I'm like, why, why would you ever do that? That seems like just not a good idea 
Like, <laughs> can you imagine proposing to your girlfriend in front of that many people? I mean, I think I would hate it. I can assume yeah. most girls well, would not. in front of our Little League soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's amazing. That's, I love that. That's adorable. That's just hope for the future. We love that. So, <laughs> well, good luck. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to see you out there in Coney Island. And I look forward to watching you crush some hot dogs. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Make sure everybody you go follow Darren Reed on, on all reading on all his social media and check out his YouTube channel. I'll be putting all of the links in my show notes. So that's where you can find them. That's going to be it for this episode of the podcast. You know what? It's hashtag road to Coney. We are out off to New York tomorrow. Stay sassy. We'll see you next time. <laughs>